Wisconsin's Afternoon News is on the air. Today's broadcast is sponsored by Elkhart Lakes Road America. Broadcasting live from the 2023 Greater Milwaukee International Car and Truck Show at the Wisconsin Center. Here's John McCure. All right, Sandy Max is here. So is Debbie Lazaga. Greg is in Arizona. We're here until 6 o'clock, so if you're coming down, come on by and say hello. If you weren't planning to come down, come on down. Check out the cars and say hello to the team. We're in the northeast part of the building. We would love to see you and uh, say a quick hello. All right, some stuff that we're tracking this afternoon. This is the 3 at 3 on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. What is first, Sandy? The worldwide employee count at Fiserv has dropped considerably over the past year as the company prepares to move its headquarters to downtown Milwaukee. Now, they still have a lot of people employed, but the latest employment number has their worldwide employee headcount going from 44,000 to 41,000. So from 44 to 41, a little bit of a drop. This comes at the same time that they have committed to relocating their headquarters to downtown Milwaukee and committed to bringing more employees, about 700 of them, into downtown Milwaukee. Interesting number that I discovered. Hmm. The company recorded $187 million in employee termination costs. So you get rid of employees, it costs them $187 million. That's things like cash severances, other separation costs. And considering their specialty is payment processing? They can probably handle that. I bet they can. All right, what's next? Next, some potentially good inflation news. Costco says some of their prices are on the way down. They do. Here's some specifics. Costco says it's good news if you shop regularly for chicken, bacon, butter, steel, resin, or nuts. All those prices are coming down. Not many people shop for steel. But the rest of it is good news. We're headed the right direction, according to Costco. A couple other interesting things in this same study done by Costco. Airfare is up the most year to year. In the last 12 months, airfare is up 26%. Energy, like what you pay for heat and AC, that's up 16%. Pets and pet products, that's the third highest category, up almost 12%. What you pay for your groceries is up. Food at restaurants is up. You heard those numbers, right? 25 for airfare, 11 for food at home. Overall inflation is at 6%, so that gives you an idea. If you average the cost of everything we buy, it's at 6%. Alcohol is only, I say only, up 5.8%, so I guess that's where the good news is. <laughs> and what else? Especially for Friday for happy hour. Uh-huh. Uh, happy hour Friday. There's a birthday boy. Hey, it's his birthday weekend beginning today. He's in Arizona celebrating probably with a burrito the size of his head. <laughs> Greg Matzik. Hey! How you doing, birthday boy? Yeah, I, I polished that thing off before the first inning was over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you have a webcam in my little booth here? You must have seen me. It was gigantic oh, and it was delicious. The candle. What did you wish for when you blew out the candle in your burrito? <laughs> the burrito. I, I should have had to put one in it, but uh, there, there was enough flames from the jalapenos that were baked inside. So uh, perhaps that'll be the candle that is lit. Uh, yes. Thank when you do you fly much. back? I, I fly back tonight, so uh, spoiler alert, oh, I might need to leave a couple minutes early to get on my plane. Uh, I have Ooh. a 7.05 flight, and I'm back home before midnight on a nonstop flight, and uh, will be in my own yes. bed this morning and, and wake up to my kids jumping all over me and hopefully saying happy birthday, so I look forward to that. Man, Aww. that is fantastic. We're glad you're going to be back. You've done great work all week. Greg Matzik in Arizona. It is 314 at WTMJ. What's your favorite car of all time? 
Not like you admire, like, you know, the Knight Rider car. The car <laughs> that you owned that you loved the most. What is that car? 855-616-1620. That's the old National Bank talking text line. 855-616-1620. Adam will line up the calls. What is the favorite car that you ever owned? 855-616-1620. Your calls, your texts, our discussion up next. I feel like this is a pop culture corner. This belongs on the <laughs> Jeff Wagner Show. On this Friday, let's talk about what your favorite car is. What car makes you happy? What's your all-time favorite? What vehicle makes you smile like you've never smiled It's before? like he's here. I close my eyes and I see <laughs> Jeff. Oh, my gosh. So that is the topic, right? What is the favorite car that you ever owned? 855-616-1620. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to hear about that car that you just absolutely loved. The old National Bank talk and text line is 855 855- 616-1620. Debbie, you talk about cars all day long. Do you sure. have a favorite car? Um, yeah, actually I do. I had a series of Volkswagen Jettas. Uh. My first one that I ever bought was one, and I ended up turning that one in for another one that I ended up driving over from the East Coast. That one... What color was it? Both of those were red. Okay. And then I got another one, turned out, and got a blue one. It was gorgeous. Got into an accident, totaled mm. it. That was my last Volkswagen. Well, why? What is it about the Volkswagen you know it, Jetta that speaks to you? It's like when you're driving it, it's nice and tight. There's no rattling. There's no, you know, extraneous. It felt really compact. You're in well control. Yes, exactly. And they were all stick shift. Oh, fun. There you go. All That's my babies fun. were stick shift. Sandy so. Max, what's the best car you ever had? Oh, baby. Right there in line, but it's a 66 Volkswagen Beetle. Oh, yes. my God, that is that so fun. My first car, and I fell wow. in love with it so much that if I ever win the lottery, I've well decided this well in advance. I'm going to get a different one in a different color so I can drive one every single day. They will be refurbished. Nice. But then I'll have to get a couple of extras it's the kind to with customize the engine the, them and make them up to date. Yeah, The engine um, in the back, right? That engine in the back, ah, and it has to yeah. have that Volkswagen So you jingle. had a frunk. Uh, no, it, well, yes, yes, but <laughs> without the, the front. Yes, the a front. Frunk. What color was that? It was called turquoise. Volkswagen okay. has a very specific color, so it's not quite that light blue that you think of, but it's in that neighborhood. But it wasn't the pea green. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, so my all-time favorite was the same color. It was a 1990 yeah. Chevy Beretta. Remember the oh, Beretta? Yeah. It was kind of what the Malibu looks like now, but it was a Beretta, and this thing looked like an Easter egg rolling down the road. <laughs> it was kind of that turquoisey, and it was early in our marriage. <laughs> It was the first thing we ever bought that was really worth anything, and we couldn't afford this bad Beretta. But we saved, and we bought it, and it was our car, and it was the first car we had growing up. It was the first car we put the girls in with their car seats. Oh, cool. So it was a 1990 Beretta, and I look at that. I look at the color of that thing now, and I was like, what were you thinking <laughs> driving that thing down the road? But That's it was awesome. fun. It was, it was cool. That's great. Yeah, they don't make the Beretta anymore. Uh, you, what you is your favorite You wind up having car? an emotional connection oh, to cars. You do, for oh, yeah. sure. Uh, Greg. What's your favorite car? Yeah, uh, so let's see. I can't remember how old I was. I was maybe 28, 27, 28. Uh, and I found a 1990 Porsche S2 Cabriolet. It was a 944. So think of the 944 Porsche, but it was a convertible. And it was black on black. Black leather interior, black exterior. And that thing was so much fun to drive. It was really tight as debbie said it felt like a go-kart at times it was speedy it was fast it looked cool it was kind of vintage um i love that car it, it was great the, the problem is it was just 
very expensive to maintain as things with a 1990 yeah. vehicle start going wrong. It just the, the the cost to keep it on the road was was starting to grow a little bit. So I did trade it in for a very nice riding lawnmower, which I currently still have. <laughs> hey, uh, Sandy found a, a picture of my car, the 1990 Chevy Beretta. It was an Indy 500 pace car. I forgot that. So it was really fast. It was quick and it had pink accents. It was this. How would you describe that? That color? is so 90s. <laughs> oh, so yeah, 90s. 90s. Like they would oh make my that God. color It looks anymore. like a boy band could drive this car for sure. Or Barbie, yes. an aqua. Yeah, I think Lance Bass, her version, version of that car. Uh, let's go to the phones. Matt is with us in Milwaukee. Good afternoon, Matt. You're on WTMJ. Hey, Matt, uh, are you there? So my yes, I'm here. Oh, we hear Go you. ahead. Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, Matt. Go ahead. Okay. Tell us about your favorite uh, car. Yeah, my my first car I had, uh, I bought when I was 15 and a half, was a 1994 Ford Crown Victoria Police Interceptor. Um, I bought it on Craigslist. Um, had a rust hole on each fender, but uh, rebuilt <laughs> that up. But it was it was a lot of fun. Now I. When you're 16, you end up driving uh, driving cars like you stole it, and it's kind of kind of fun to have the fastest car amongst your friends. <laughs> yeah, that is fun. Hey, Matt, yeah, thank was, you very was... much for the phone call. What is your favorite car? 855-616-1620. That's the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line. Your favorite car, 855-616-1620. All right, I'll get started with the text line, then you jump in, Sandy. Sure. For the 920, a 2009 Pontiac G8 GT. I searched two years for the exact car that I wanted, was too scared to see how fast it actually went. Man, I remember those Pontiac G8s. Those were fun. And Rod in Plymouth, my favorite car was my 1997 Geo Metro. Oh, yeah. Those were tiny little cars. He says, 38 miles to the gallon. If I could run everywhere and not have to pay a whole lot of gas, that was until I had kids because those were very small cars. <laughs> That's yeah. fine. For the, the 414, Metro. favorite was a 1990 Black Cougar. Ooh, I hadn't thought of that. Oh, that's fun. And then 262, uh, somebody who's with me on the Volkswagen, uh, oh, she says, uh, had a 1966 Volkswagen Carmen Ghia, Hunter Ooh. Green. Wow. And that, uh, that's a yeah. cool-looking car. From the 920 Plymouth Volare Roadrunner, 1977. I like the look, but no power because of emissions. From the 414, 1976 Cutlass Supreme, it was sweet. Yep. S-A-W-E-E-T. Yep, that was my first car. Oh, my God, really? Uh, from the 414, bought a 1967 Shelby GT350 in 1968. That's Man, a muscle that car sweet. right there. Yeah, that's an American car. Oh, yeah. That's Aww. cool. From 262, a 1992 Dodge Stealth. And then it didn't have it very long. Got into an accident only after owning it for two months. Would love to get another oh, one. Let's take another phone call. Ken is with us in Cudahy. Ken, good afternoon. You're on WTMJ. Tell us about your favorite car. My favorite car was a 1955 Pontiac four-door, two-tone blue, eight-track in it. Yes. And it yeah. had a, a hood light that lit up. It was an Indian head hood light that we took to... Daytona Beach back in high school in 1972. Two times we went. Oh, that is such a great memory, Ken. Thank you. That's great stuff. Uh, Chris is in McWanago. Chris, good afternoon. You're on WTMJ. Hello. Well, Tell my us about your favorite car. car. I, mm -hmm. I, I bought it when I was a junior in high school, and it was a, I don't remember the year, it was a used one, but it was an Opal GT which was like a very small mini Corvette, 
It had the handle in the middle, and you pull the handle back, and the headlights pop up. And that oh, how thing fun. handled so good. It was it was a riot. It was so much fun. I ended hey, up Chris. selling it to my brother-in-law. Yep. Yep. Go ahead. Finish. I'm sorry. I ended up selling it to my brother-in-law, and he took it to a, a beer party out in a field somewhere, and it burned up. <laughs> the, the, the muffler was <laughs> so low to the ground, it started a field fire and burned it up. Oh, my God. So, Chris, thank you for I, the phone call. We are live at the auto show. Come on out. You can say hello. We're here until 6 o'clock. Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. Deliciousness from scratch. That's the packing house. Service you can't match. That's the packing house. Oh, yeah. That's the packing house. WTMJ's Jason Smith was recently at the packing house, and he's with us live here at the auto show. How you doing, Jason? I'm doing pretty good, John. I'm doing pretty well. You had a great assignment. Check out the packing house fish fry. Fun and tasty assignment. <laughs> so what is it about that place? That place, right when you walk in, you just feel the class. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, I feel like I can go in with a tuxedo, or I can go in with a hoodie and some jeans if I wanted to. That's the type of atmosphere it is at the packing house they have the white tablecloths but yeah you can do the white takeaway box just as easily it both work drive through make it way easy here's why it's unique well almost every place has a fish fry in milwaukee right um so ours is a little bit unique um because everything um we do is made from scratch right so uh the breading is is handmade our coleslaw is handmade our tartar sauce is handmade our clam chowder is is made in house everything from scratch and our fish fry is breaded and hand breaded so it gives you a really nice crispy texture on the outside and then you get that nice fluffy white fish inside I think I recognize that voice. Is that Mike Wicken? It, it was Chris Wicken, and but Chris, okay, the general manager, right? The GM, yeah, yeah. Okay, so how much? Of Sounds this like stuff you've do been there sell? before. I've been there a couple times, <laughs> like you. Too, oh yeah, right? great place. I was there last Friday at the drive-through. Well, Wicken says that like every Friday is a great day for them, yeah. but during Linton, it increases even more. Probably around thirty percent. Here's how much fish they sell. Like I said, we're busy every Friday all year long. Um, you know, we really don't catch a break. <laughs> it's busy all the time, which we like. Um, but we kick it up probably, depending on the week, another 25 to 30 percent. All right, so they are packed. Sandy was in line at the drive-thru not that long ago. Last Friday. It was my first fish fry of the season by request. I love that place. That is really and genuinely one of my favorite fish fries. Did you have the fish? Yes, I did. In fact, the TikTok video is me going through the drive-thru. So you can see I'm in the, I'm in the kitchen area, too, but I'm also <laughs> in the drive-thru. So you guys can come with me. Roll with me. I like it. I think it's on Layton, right? Is that the street you line up on to turn in? When yes. you were there, each of you, how long was the line? Because it could get really long. It was long when I pulled in, and it was long when I left. <laughs> all different cars, though. Like, they do a good job, but yeah. always packed. That first street that intersects next to uh, just east of the packing house is Logan Avenue. So mm. I came headed south on Logan Avenue to go, and the line was right there, half a block down. 
but I will tell you, I didn't even sit in, tra- in, in the drive-thru less than 10 minutes. Yeah, they're pros. They yeah, know what they're really doing, right? Yeah, they really have it down to a system and friendly service at the window, and it really is a Milwaukee tradition. Without question. Do you do tartar sauce? I do do tartar sauce. How's their tartar sauce? Amazing. I don't like coleslaw, but I do do okay. tartar sauce. All right. So you can do rate the tartar sauce these next <laughs> these next couple of weeks. That's what I can do at every other place I go to. Let's rate the tartar sauce. That's right. So one to ten, what'd you give this tartar sauce? I give the tartar sauce probably about a nine. Ooh, dang! It was <laughs> the bar high. I, I mean, I ate I ate the um, plate so fast, like it was so good. I mean, the stuff I goes down it. real fast. Yeah. yeah, nice and smooth. Just nice and smooth. I'm like, wow. Dip the fish in it next time. Don't just eat it by the spoonful. <laughs> Try it with the fish. Oh no, 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 no! I eat it with the fish. I've never, I never had tartar sauce solo. Just take a scoop. Oh no, I've never done that one. But, but no, it's great. WTMJ's Jason Smith. Great to have you here. We'll look forward to another report next week. Thank you, Jason. Oh, you, you got it. It is three forty-three at WTMJ. So this headline caught my attention, and I'd love for y'all to weigh in. Cash-strapped Americans are cutting out social events and even dating to make ends meet. That is the headline. The Old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. How are you adjusting to this terrible financial climate that we've been in with inflation and all that stuff over the course of the past 12 months? How are you feeling about things? And the question I really want you to answer is, what are you doing to pinch pennies? Are you doing anything different? 855-616-1620. What are you doing different because of inflation? Here's what the survey that I found reported. 20% of people responding to the survey say they are turning down wedding invitations, birthday party invitations, or even going on dates in an effort to save some cash. 20% say... Wedding invitations, uh uh-uh, not going. Birthdays, sorry, can't attend. Dates, yeah, I'm scaling back on that in an effort to save cash. Overall, 50% are just kind of generally going out less altogether to save pennies. How are you pinching pennies? How's inflation and the economy impacted what you do? 855-616-1620. Weddings have always been an expensive, you know, don't we all know people in their 20s who are like, I have seven weddings this year and I'm a bridesmaid and you got to yep. invest in all that plus the gift and often people have destination weddings or you have to travel. So just going to a wedding as a guest can be expensive anyway, much less what if you're having a wedding. Yeah, so let me flip the table. So my daughter got married in August. And so we had a wedding, and she was hoping to, she was expecting she'd have about 150 people there. Sure. Sent out the invitations. You know, you narrow it down, and you, you put this person, <laughs> you take that person up, you send out the invitations, and then the RSVPs come back. And so when the RSVPs came back, and someone would RSVP no, she was disappointed. Like, oh, Aunt, Aunt Charlie, Uncle Charlie's not going to be there. You know, Aunt Arlene's not going to be there. And I was like, yes, thank <laughs> That's you. That's what we were like. When I we wanted to send meals, the like, people. Every no, we're like, yes. The people that weren't going to be there, I wanted to send them a thank you note. <laughs> thank you so much. That's $150. <laughs> Boom, in the pocket. That's $150. Boom, back in the wallet. Yep. Well, and it's a shame that one has to decide whether they actually go and celebrate with you or just send a gift. It's it's just wedding celebrations can be so expensive. Well, and I will tell you that most people who RSVP know do not send a gift. Oh, I think that's That's, bad form, isn't it? That is bad form. Does not happen, though. Having just been through it, 
I would say that there were 70 people that RSVP'd no, and I would say, I'm not exaggerating, over 50 of them did not send a gift. Wow. wow. If they were not invited, okay. didn't come, they didn't send a gift. But then again, I wasn't even paying attention to that either. So, yeah. you know, you don't get a gift, you don't do the, you know, and go, oh, Aunt Oh, yeah, she could care less. Hey, like, she, I don't, yeah. I think you're right, Deb, like, she didn't even notice. Right, right. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't get a gift from them. On the old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620, give us a call or a text from 414, texting, not changing much, but we'll probably drop cable see that's a change yeah that that indeed is a change and it's very very expensive a couple more statistics for you as we wait for you to weigh in on that old national bank talk and text line 41 percent in the survey say they hunt for coupons and discounts they actively hunt for coupons and discounts absolutely there i do i use i use coupons like i'm a pick and save person and i get in the in the mail every month a nice little thing from pick and save and it's awesome because they highlight where yep. what you usually buy. Mm-hmm. I use those coupons all the time. 50 cents off green peppers or, you know, yep. a free bag of sun chips or absolutely. Coupon codes are a big thing for me. I'm an online yeah. buyer and I'm like looking for any coupon yep. code I can get. And so. I don't shop that much online, but through one of my credit cards, you can, it's a, it's an app. Yeah, it's automatically, automatically yeah. puts will, them in for you. Yeah, and you'll either get the rewards on your card. So that, that's been really helpful. Right. To, I feel at least like I'm stretching my dollar and, and getting the best on those rewards type programs. Yeah, and I'll tell you something else that I've been actively doing, high yield savings. You know where you can find a savings because my regular bank, it's I, at the it's end of the year, nothing. are we all preparing taxes? You get 32 taxes? cents extra. Yeah, exactly. And that's not exaggerating. Really, <laughs> no. it's like yeah. 69 cents <laughs> after a whole year. And you can find credit unions and just other savings right. accounts that will give you up to 2% now. It's a fun quest <laughs> to try and find. So that's eight five five six one six one six twenty is the uh, is the number to call. Let's go to Chris, who's in Cedarburg. Chris, good afternoon. You're on WTMJ. How are you being impacted? You know what? I'll tell you what. I got my mother's recipe cookbook out, and we are doing casseroles. We are freezing half that portion. Um, you know, a lot of like down home recipes where if you buy a chicken. You can make, you know, broccoli chicken casserole and then maybe barbecue chicken and, you know, just just really um, scaling back. And maybe we go out for a drink instead of dinner. Even though drinks are expensive, it still beats the whole meal and drink. Um, so, but a lot of cooking at home now. I mean, it's just, it's not a thought that when I get off of work, where are we going for dinner? It's, I'm cooking dinner and if you want a drink, we'll go, you know, whatever, but, um, Definitely hoarding kind of the food in the in the freezer and um, that type of thing. And you know, I hey Chris, thank you for the phone call. Yep, I think a lot of people That's can relate smart. to exactly what you're saying. And casseroles, man, you are speaking my language. <laughs> Give me the casserole any day, all day long. And you can gift a casserole. You can. You really can. Our address is 300 West Wisconsin <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> I meant bake one and give to others. Because you could kind of, like there are cookie exchanges. Couldn't there be a casserole yeah. exchange? I like where you're going with this, Sandy. We are at the auto show till 6 o'clock. <laughs> casserole, John. like a Chuck Wagon Mac or a Spanish rice casserole. Bring it down here. We're in the northeast side of the building. I, I will return the dish. I swear to God, you drop off the casserole, I'll drop the dish back off at your house. You are so funny. We're, make sure you bring multiple forks. Yeah, we're by the booth that's giving out Road America. <laughs> Uh, schedule, so look for us right We're, here. We are right here. Uh, another interesting statistic as we talk about what people are doing, gym memberships are down 34%. That is a big number. Gym memberships are down as people cut back, and gym owners say, 
that's one of the first things that people cut when times are tough, and people justify it by saying, well, the weather's nice, I can run outside, or I can do some calisthenics at home, or I can use an app and do something on my TV. Mm-hmm. So gym memberships are down 34%. That is big. It really is. And How are you being impacted? 855-616-1620. Jeff in Fox Point texted in, I penny pinched drastically by cutting down on sporting event attendance, adopting new attendance criteria for going to shows, also limiting mm-hmm. cable and streaming services, and also having two meatless nights a week. Yeah, that'll save money. Meat is up big time. Everything from bacon to chicken to beef is through the roof, that is for sure. We haven't changed anything like we're no longer doing this. But we have definitely been much more thoughtful and careful. Yeah. And me at lunch, too. I always bring in my lunch. And I used to like to go out to lunch a couple times a week. Now I go out once every couple weeks because it's just so expensive. Yeah, that really does save on costs. And you guys could help me out if you would drop off a casserole here. (laughs) (laughs) Help us out. You like us. Drop off a casserole. We're right here. I'll meet you outside the door. You don't even have to pay to come in the auto show. Feed us. (laughs) Please. Please. We're here till 6.